them come. This is their fate. All right, welcome back to the House of Wolves podcast. My name is Deontay, and here with Jalen and Josh. Say hello to the people. Man, you ain't even say your friends, uh, Jalen and Josh, man. What are you <laughs> talking about, G? My <laughs> friends, Jalen and L. Josh. We only friends when we winning. <laughs> never said that. Never said that. I'm just saying. I just, I just, I'm mixing it up here, people. We friends. We brothers. It's all cool. Everything is copacetic over here for me. Just win more Apex matches. Mm hmm. Mm-hmm. thank you again thank you guys for listening uh this is the house of wolves podcast again um but how, how are you guys doing i guess so we get that out the way before we start into these topics um i'm good uh, overall um it's midterm season coming up so it's getting busy you know Jalen. Yeah, 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 got yeah. a lot to say about homework <laughs> but that that's the life you get I mean, Homework. homework study homework study homework study homework study yeah wish it was different yeah that's that's pretty much it for me like i said not a whole lot going on um waiting for this this COVID 19 pandemic to uh leave and just doing more homework and not having time to buy xboxes or play games oh, man you need to go ahead and cop <laughs> Or PS5s, whatever you want me to cop. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah. Whatever you want to cop, really. It's just you need to get a next-gen console. That's all I'm saying. Anywho, let's not go into that. Um, but, again, thank you guys for listening. Uh, this, again, House of Will Podcast. I put these out every two weeks on my YouTube channel, BC The Universe, and then wherever you can find your podcast um you can stream it basically we have it on spotify apple all the good all that good jazz we're gonna be talking about some topics today we have a few things like the outriders demo playstation direct and possibly talking about other things like regards maybe that marvel avengers maybe they're going to be making some changes and trying to make a game better who knows the patch coming Um, but those things we're going to be talking about today uh, and I can kind of kick it off, um, but before that, how I'm doing, I'm doing quite swell. Um, nobody ever asked the host, uh, but I'm doing good, and uh, it's great to, you know, be here another day. You know, it's not, it's not like I'm giving it like a championship or after uh, after the basketball game, like those interviews. You know, just great to be here. You know, we, we gave it our all, we did our <laughs> Hey, no. <laughs> I don't know. Russell Westbrook, man. Execution. Yeah, but yeah, um, doing good. Can't complain. Uh, a lot of games I played this week. Um, but we want to start off with the Outriders demo. I, I think that's the one thing that we all kind of touched upon at least a little bit. Uh, I know I played it um, pretty heavy. And uh, we had some off-mic discussions about it and what we thought about it and how they can kind of fix it. Because it is like, um, how do you say it, you know, without saying that it's it's glitchy. It's it's um, undercooked. But I think it has, like, some really good fundamentals kind of to to be a good game, essentially. I think it definitely can, can be a great game. 
Um, but some of the things that kind of stood out to me, and if you're not aware of the Outriders game itself, Outriders is like a mixture of Borderlands and Destiny and Diablo. So it's a looter. And it has taken elements from all these different types of games to kind of create itself. Um, it is a three-man, three-team type of game where you have three three-player scenarios. You can do uh, bosses. You can do like smaller dungeons or you know small. Um, I wouldn't call them strikes, but that's what they're very similar to. And you um, go in and you kill waves of enemies, and you have special powers very along the lines of destiny um and they're trying to hit that market but it's more um supposed to be story focused in this game so um, that's a little hindsight of outriders uh so i don't even know the name of that company that makes i know square enix publishing it but it's like we fly people can fly yeah people can fly is the people that's actually making the game um but i think again the first thing that you kind of get introduced to, I'll just walk you through that demo. The first thing you get introduced to is your character design. And, and basically, you can't make them black. You only can make, it's only one black character. <laughs> and uh, he's old. He's really old. And you like, they give you like four shades of gray or four shades of uh, brown. They don't really match. So if you're a darker tone, I don't feel included in this. Um, so. That was a that was a weird sign at first. I was like, I don't understand why I can't make a black guy. It was you can make one, but he was like, you know, Morgan Freeman old. I was like, why is he like super old if you can't even characterize them to, you know, look like you at least? I don't even know why the character customization is there because it seems very sparse and it just didn't make any sense. I don't know why it's there. You can be Asian. They did have an Asian one Asian guy. They had one white like three white guys and then they had one black and i think maybe some i don't know but i i think it was just mixtures and it wasn't that wasn't that great kind of like destiny so i think that's where i don't know any game that has a that i would say that has a good black character gta destiny was better it's it's not I mean, especially like Destiny, because like they nah. haven't even updated. It had like three full faces, a couple hairstyles, but like it was. Still yeah, weird. I don't know. I think you're right there. Yeah, I think um, Neo did a pretty good job. Neo too. Um, their character customization. Oh, yeah, yeah, they did a pretty good job. Like I was sitting in there making Noma Osa- Naomi Osaka and Doja Cat in that thing for like. 40 minutes so i know you i could create myself if i wanted to um so yeah that one looked pretty good and hopefully that like yeah i think it transitioned because they have darker tones but they always give you the darker shiny tones it's like there's no mute color so it's always weird because i'm like i'm not that shiny i'm I'm dark skin but i'm not that shiny so it's like they throw flaseline on your or it's a lighting effect or whatever it may be they know how to light black people in video games is interesting that's another topic in itself but <laughs> we're not here talking about color in video games we're talking about outriders so starting off got a sparse um character customization you move into the menus you go into the thing you realize there's no field of view you know there's no motion blur cut off there's no 
no no ability to do any of the things even though this is supposed to be a basically a splice of the game so it's kind of throwing red flash like what's what is this what is that why is this stuff missing so uh you get into the game it's very uh standard at first because you don't have any of your powers you're kind of just doing a cover shooter and you're running it that way but as soon as you boot it up you can tell that there's there's too much shaking going on here so it looks like the sh the cameraman has just been you know just had too much cups of coffee and he just constantly shakes as he's and it's trying to give you that movie effect but it's really bad you're not doing anything in the scenes but your the camera is constantly shaking so that was another red flag and i was kind of like hmm why <laughs> Why is there so many little small things that's a problem? Then you had the motion blur, where motion blur kind of was just cranked up to times 10. So your feet would disappear basically when you're walking. It was just like a lot of weird things that were happening. And if you stay with me, I'm going to get to the end. And I'm still going to tell you that it's, it was good and I had a lot of fun. But kind of want to walk you through the premise of like the whole demo so once you get past that point you kind of get into the power segment um i'm not gonna talk about the story because it's like it's subjective to me i liked it maybe most people won't um i'm very used to just having bare minimum stories and and having like non impactful stories but they at least entertaining to go through so i'm not really that big person to kind of complain about how good or great or bad the story is as long as it can, keeps me motivated to continue to play i think it's a fine it's fine so um past that we get to the powers you actually unlock your thing so they have four different types of main characters or main powers um i think they have a tank they have the trickster which is someone that kind of is like an assassin they have the pyromancer the fire guy and then they have the healer which I forget the name of it, but they um, is a healer. Basically, he has abilities to heal the team and heal himself. He's the only one that can do that. Um, that's where the game kind of opens up for you. And that's where you get to see all the customization. You get to see how stuff plays off of each other. And you get to focus not on the gunplay, but more so on the actual mechanics of the game. Gunplay feels very familiar to a Division 2 or Gears of War. Um, not very entertaining, in my opinion. It's just very much so getting through big scenes. So when I play Gears, I'm just trying to get through big scenes. and I'm trying to see what the moments are going to bring versus actually enjoying the gameplay a lot. So that's kind of what it was until you got your powers. So then you start to focus heavy on how you kit that out, how you make that special, how you make it better. And then that's where you kind of get into like the whole idea of the looter shooter and you kind of customizing, getting new stuff, going to grab more loot and you rinse and repeat in, in this continuous thing. So in my opinion, once it got there um, and, and you guys can chime in if you want, but that's once it got there, that's where it kind of became a game. I'd be interested in paying $60 for it to kind of continue to play. Um, there's other stuff apart the demo, which we can touch on as well, but that's kind of where I want to leave it and to open it up to you guys to kind of see where you guys were with that game or the demo file writers. Yeah. Uh, you got anything you want to say, Jalen? Nah. <laughs> oh my goodness. Here we go. <laughs> nah. Man, go ahead, guys. My stuff ain't relevant. You played it more than me, so. 
Um, I mean, yeah, like like Beyonce said, it, the first impressions of the game are like, okay at best. Like it doesn't like it runs better on like the next gen consoles, but I'm pretty sure on like the the normal PS4 and stuff like that, um, it might have a couple performance problems, and like the story is not like presented um, the best and things like that. But overall, like it wasn't like a bad experience. I just think that it's um I don't know. It's not of course of course the same level of polish as a lot of the other games in the genre are. Uh which is fine as long as it does what it, it's trying to do well as far as the gameplay and keeps people interested. Because that's the thing, a lot of these games look good. Like Anthem looked really good and it looked really interesting, but it was not uh interesting for the long term for that type of gameplay like the guns need to feel good but also the the loop to want you to keep playing every day and beat more missions and get stronger that has to be interesting um i can say that's probably the best thing that outriders has going for it because you can see that sort of um diablo and stuff inspired um loop where you you know you just go out uh kill like 10 enemies and they drop in they just drop in loot and you picking it up you equipping it it's uh changing your abilities like um you know one ability might recharge twice as fast or it has a special effect and stuff and these are like the the basic level um like rare or common gear and stuff like that so um that's a good sign for this type of game that that means no matter what you can go out do any content and just continuously get stronger um which is good because a lot of these games like destiny you're locked into playing certain playlists or certain um things in order to get stronger and that kind of uh i guess holds you back from actually just going out and doing whatever you want um i personally didn't like the gunplay until i got like um you know just a couple better guns like most of the starting guns i didn't like how they felt felt they were okay and some of them were bad but it reminds me of like a game like a warframe or something where when you start to get those rare weapons or those better weapons then it feels a lot better and you can use them to your advantage along with your abilities um and the abilities are probably the best thing about the game because they recharge really fast. Like every 10, 15 seconds, it feel like you your ability is off cooldown so you can use it again. And um, so that's going to make the gameplay a lot faster pace than uh, something like, even something like Destiny. Because like you get your grenade and something like that, but you got to wait another 45 seconds for it to come back. Mm-hmm. Um, so it, it's interesting. Um, personally, I feel like it, because of those shortcomings, like maybe technical or like presentation or story-wise, it might be better to, to wait, you know, a little bit for me personally. Um, maybe they fix some of that stuff or maybe the price just drops and it's, uh, more attractive for me to just go ahead and buy it. Um, I I feel like I will, will play it at some point. I just don't know when. So we got to see how the launch looks for me. Gotcha, gotcha. Um, real quick, well, I guess before we get J- Jalen's, what was your biggest like gripe? I suppose 
um, within like the smaller details. I know for me, it was the um, it was it it was the camera shake. I, it was really annoying. Uh, but what was something that you kind of that stood out to you that was really like bad, and then something that stood out to you that was like okay, I can see where this is going, or at least have potential. I know that you said the the combat once you got the better weapons and stuff but is there something that you like a mechanic or a style that they were doing um because i do have something that i thought was pretty cool that i don't see a lot of other games doing so is there anything that kind of stood out to you that you liked that you'll probably want to see in another sh game that you probably play often um i guess the things that i saw that were uh bad it's not the because I didn't have any, like, t real, like, technical issues, like I'm glitching or I can't open a door mm -hmm. or anything like that. But it's the uh, design and presentation, whereas, like, I, you, you probably saw people talking about it on social media. Uh, it, it wasn't that bad, but it is funny. It's, like, we had to jump across that gap yeah. uh, in that one part of the game. And I instead of just jumping over and going into the next area... It has to load a cutscene of your character jumping, and it's like a two-second cutscene. You like you just jump over it, and it fades in black, and then fades out. And it's like that's something that it seems like they didn't have the time to finish because it's not really difficult. Like they're using an Unreal Engine, like it's a common engine. You can make big, complicated games, like Final Fantasy VII a remake is in the Unreal Engine. And it's not like they couldn't do it. It's just maybe they didn't have the time or the money to go back and polish up those things. So I don't think that stuff is ever going to change, but that it's fine. I can get over it as long as the gameplay is good. Mm -hmm. uh, for me, I guess it's the, the powers were the thing that I was most interested in because like mm -hmm. I used to play a lot of Mass Effect and the the thing that at least the trickster has in common is like you can dash up to somebody and then you put up your big bubble and the bubble stops time around you so nobody can move and you can shoot them or slash them with their blade and things like that but it's that like combination of your abilities that makes you feel like um powerful and in control of the the situation even if you're like you're on low health you you know you got options i can run away or i can go in there and try to freeze everybody so that i can um start killing them that that type of thinking is different than something like a well i guess maybe not completely different but something like division it's um you know you're hiding behind cover most of the time throwing grenades you know run around try to get flank them and things like that but you're not really going directly in i'm going head head up with them uh, especially because like most of those enemies have like just too much health um so yeah that's that's the best thing it has going for it and once you have like a full party and you all go in there throwing around your powers it feels like a, a fun experience okay all right Jalen I know you was the least amount of time with it but uh let me hit hit, hit me with it what you got for me player Nah, you know I'm finna talk. I talk about that game. <laughs> nah, I mean, I don't know. Like, and and it's just like a like a little disclaimer type thingy. Um, 
I fight my, because of a little amount of time I got my threshold of where I like value games and how much time I want to spend them needs to be higher. I mean, I'm playing Apex, but it's a low level of entry. But the point is, I felt like the I felt like the game was all right, man. I just felt like it wasn't honestly like I'm a if if Deontay decide to get it, which I'm sure he will. Um, I'll probably hop on a bandwagon to get it. And I will say I was playing it on the PS4, so I'll probably have more of a diminished experience because I ain't got the time nor money to get the next-gen system. Um, But that's not for here or there. (laughs) Um, I just didn't... I just felt like I was playing like a a toned-down Mass Effect in some capacity, like it just had like less depth in the game. Um, It might have more depth. I didn't get that far. I mean, I had like abilities and stuff like that. It was... I will say, like Josh said, the abilities make the game definitely better. Um, But at the beginning of the game, in a forest, just shooting stuff, I'm just looking like... Really don't feel like doing this. Like it ain't no point of doing this. The story. I'm not paying attention to what's going on in the story just because it didn't seem like it was that interesting when I first started paying attention. Um, it just seemed like they're trying to set something up to kind of just make it so. I feel like stories just kind of start having like outdated formulas and things like that where you kind of can anticipate. But um, yeah, I mean the gunplay. It's not anything like spectacular or anything like that um i think really playing destiny and stuff it really set the tone for a lot of gameplay granted that is a first person shooter and their bunch their budget is a whole lot higher i just felt like playing subsequent games when you start playing like the higher echelon where you can see where their money went into the game it just kind of dampens the other experience um other games experience I think it can be fun if you play multiplayer and stuff like that. Granted, I haven't played multiplayer, but anytime I get to socialize with my boys and stuff like that, um, I'm usually willing to play the game regardless of what it is just because I... I mean, what game was playing? Hyperscape? Hyperspace? Let's have some fun. Like, I, I will say I spent a good amount of... Uh, more time than what I should have because my friends was playing the game. So, um, I think it'd probably be a good social game. Um... It got a looting system and stuff like that. They looting system didn't seem that bad. As long as you're not constantly spending, you know, hours pressing the square button to delete stuff that you really don't want, like on Destiny. Um, and it, the game just, it don't it don't look that clean and stuff. I thought it was a AAA title the way Deontay was talking about it, but apparently it's not. Um, yeah. I wouldn't, I wouldn't, pay, I wouldn't spend 60 hours on that game. I'm going to keep it a buck with you, but. Um, yeah i think that's the biggest thing like the price for me because like even the avengers was 60 dollars. i didn't think the avengers was worth 60 but at least graphically and performance wise well not performance but like face animation and lip syncing and stuff like that it it was triple a but this is like a whole step down from that and they're still like in the same price range and it just doesn't feel like they're I mean, they it might be worth it because you have that type of fun, but the AAA experience for that sixty dollars is not. I don't see it being there. No, it ain't. It ain't there. Like, like I said, the way Deontay is talking about, I thought it's a AAA title. I seen the game. I'm like, this jump felt like a. Uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna put it between like an indie game or something like that, like a GoFundMe type indie go go, <laughs> and um, <laughs> like a standard. PS4 like type game just because I just didn't I didn't feel like the game was po- like the lack of polish that I was seeing. Granted, I am playing a PS4 version. It made me feel like I was playing like. Well, you playing a PS4 Pro version, right? Yeah, you got 4K well, yeah, TV. PS4 Pro. 
Yeah, so okay, so uh, you got you I don't got know if 4K it's 4K 30. to your standards. It was 4K but... 30. It's 4K 30. But I mean, yeah. Then like Deontay said, that motion where I was getting dizzy looking at that game. I thought I was on a roller coaster. I'm on that Cedar Point. <laughs> I'm at Cedar Point at the crib. You feel me? Yeah. But, uh, but yeah, so but that's it. Bottom line, uh the demo I played, I'd probably give like a a six, maybe, maybe a seven. I grant I haven't played the multiplayer and I wouldn't pay sixty dollars for it. So I pay forty but not sixty. Just because they the polish, the graphics, that type of stuff. But yeah. Yeah. I think um I mean so I mean yeah, it's valid. You say you didn't play the multiplayer. You mean like the complete story? Because you play multiplayer. You talking about like because they don't got no PvP. Is that what you? I mean, like, ain't no like PVE stuff in there. Like, yeah, PVE like stuff. co-op type stuff like Destiny. Yeah, yeah, we played together though. I think it was a few missions, but we ain't played like everything, of course. Yeah, I so, played with y'all. Yes. Oh my god, you don't remember? Man, I was probably halfway asleep playing that game. So. <laughs> Maybe hey, it that wasn't. Game was definitely put me to sleep. Yeah, I, I not, think not, he did. Where... But... He he might have went to sleep actually. Uh, like, we might have played like late and then got off. Oh my god, he might have went to sleep. He might have. He might have. Might have went to sleep, man. Y'all know I'm good for it. You know, the game. I, you know what? I think it was Sean that we played with. We played with Sean. Yep, you're right. I played with him too. You and Sean. Yeah. But when Jalen played, I think we both had to redo the tutorial or something like that before we could actually get in there. Right. 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 Yep. 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 Okay. Yeah. Well, either way, I think the I think it's a lot of um, a lot of work to be done. It seems as if the development team is actually putting the effort in. They're 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 changing stuff already. They're helping. Like they're releasing patches to make uh, the transition and stuff smoother. They're they're trying to fix the shakiness. They're they're giving us a toggle for motion blur. Obviously, all that stuff should be coming before the game launches, but hopefully um, they can make promise on that and actually do it. So a lot of that stuff, again, it was it doesn't feel again. It's not minor because the lip sync was dumb. Obviously, there was no lip syncing. And like when you're actually talking to people, the, the audio would be a little bit faster than the lips. And it, it just looked stupid. So there was a lot of things that in the game that was just wrong. But um I think what they need, what we need to, what we need to do now is just continue to, you know, buckle down on the fun aspect of it. I feel like there's been so many games like I've been playing that like, they kind of just forget about how, you know, just to have fun with a game and not have to take it so serious. I already was making like level seven in the game. I was making decisions on how I wanted to like spec out my 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 um, ability so they would give me perks on my weapons and my armor already on whites. So it those types of things kind of gives me the reassurance that they're not going to waste my time and they just want you to have fun in the game. And if that's something that they keep at the heart of it, then I'm fine with that. I don't like when games kind of try to pressure you to continue to sleep play with them and they try to stretch out the fun parts. This one seems like they just want to cat, let you have fun, let you have that moment of happiness in that 40-hour span of their game. And then if you want to continue to play, you can. But you don't have to because it's not meant for that. It's meant for you to enjoy the game at that capacity. So um, 
not saying that you know you you want to have games that have end goals, but that is what it is. It's, you can have an end goal to this game, and you can enjoy the story for what it is, whether you like it or not. It's a story there to be played, um, so it kind of keeps the game um, level-headed and and under that under that umbrella of fun versus trying to keep people playing. That's the best part about it. no microtransactions, nothing to keep like a live service. It's kind of just that game that um, will stand alone as a game that either you either liked it or you didn't. So that's fine. That's fine with me. Um, yeah. So I think that portion of it is really solid and fine. So I would rather I would rather give them sixty dollars than to give Bungie another sixty for half of the fun i'm gonna have on it because i can continue to chase a number so that's that's the difference for me and why i would pay them 60 still even though it's probably not as polished as a destiny i enjoy destiny's gameplay more i enjoy destiny's lore behind the story because they don't really have a story yet hopefully it's working on that seems as if they are with beyond light but things like that I can set aside and say, okay, as long as you can get this part right, you good with me, G. And that's what they did. They was able to get the gun, the gameplay, and the the amount of loot you get, and the making important decisions early on. And to feel like I'm gonna be able to almost break the game with some of the stuff that you can do, the builds that you can make. That's totally fun to me. So if they have that at the center, I'm fine with that. Um, that's what I did on Borderlands. I just go find the best guns and break the game. And that's pretty much what they what they're going to do in this one, too. So as long as they keep that at the center and they don't make it feel boring to play. And um, obviously you guys hated the Borderlands story. I thought it was funny, but that's the type of stuff mm-hmm. that I'm interested in. So it's kind of like uh, the same thing. So obviously they're taking a little more serious approach and they're trying to figure out who did this and how can they get out of this situation it's not it's a little bit more serious but again it's kind of weird writing people just getting shot and killed in, the, in an instant that's the type of interesting like i'm like bro what are they gonna take this why are they doing this it might be cheesy might be corny but it's fun to me to watch and and, and pay attention to so um one of the key aspects that they i want to take out of that game and put it elsewhere <laughs> it is so funny because it's solely to pertain to destiny is that the fact that mm-hmm. you can select multiple weapons at once and delete <laughs> simple <laughs> and perfect you can select multiple armor multiple weapons and then hit the delete button once and they all go they all disappear that is something that I've been asking for Destiny to do for the various, for, for since this really started. I was like, I'm tired of pressing square on every item. It doesn't matter. I'm done with these blues. They're not helping me. Get them on my face. That game is f- frustratingly annoying that you have to continuously do that. So that is one feature. I really want that to be taken out of that game and to be put elsewhere if destiny has something like that if they had to automatically delete blues if they had to you know automatically select them for deletion you have a junk pile you could just junk everything and it just goes there instead of in your inventory that would be awesome or postmaster have that postmaster is almost full yeah (laughs) it's 
the most bizarre thing. It's a way to free up their space and the economy of the game, and it's a way for them to make it easier for the player, but they refuse to do it. I'm not sure why. Whatever. You can lock weapons, but you can't junk weapons. Stupid. Um, so if they were to take that, I'll be a happy camper. Um, it, one, like I said, the worst thing for me was the camera shake. I feel like I'm trying to watch a scene. I'm just trying to hear y'all talk and you got it going up and down and like, come on, John, like, what are you doing? Like, keep it steady, brother. It's like, they need to put it on a, a tripod. I don't know what they're doing, but it just felt like they were just, I don't know. They're trying to give it a realistic effect and it was super bad. It worked poorly. So. They fixed the shaking of the camera of them shooting their like little scenes in the game. <laughs> that would be work for me. And then the biggest thing that I really enjoyed when I saw it was the ability to select multiple items to delete. Um, but I feel like they make that. I feel like I will sacrifice polish over fundamentals. And I think that fundamentals they have there will probably keep me more entertained for now while I probably when i get to max level on destiny and i'm i'm more interested in just trying something else while i wait for some more dlc from destiny so this will be the game that kind of fills that void for a little bit till i get some more dlc so i think i'm still going to buy it yes i do want to wait till reviews come out to see if it's interesting in that route but from the snippet i played it's enough for me to have fun but is it enough for me to get y'all to play to have fun? That's that's the thing. I don't want to make y'all play something that's like borderline basic. So, I mean, y'all tried it. But I think, again, trying it on there with no level of entry versus actually playing through that whole thing. Um, mm -hmm. It's kind of different. It's kind of like, you know, the Final Fantasy situation. We still waiting on yeah. Jalen, but it's kind of like, you know, doing that. Yeah, it's fun. But is it fun enough to kind of put that investment in and put that time from other stuff that y'all kind of want to do or stuff that we want to play or have entertainment, that entertaining factor? Entertaining factor for us most of the time is succeeding and beating another person in a game. So if we succeed at beating another team in Apex, if we succeed at beating another team in Destiny, if we succeed at um, any of that stuff, like we... Uh, uh, having synergy when we plan Overwatch or whatever—that's probably the most entertaining we entertainment we get. We don't usually get it when we actually fighting or defeating a big boss because it hasn't been that way for a very long time <laughs> um, since the raids and like Destiny One. So um, a lot of us, a lot of our inter entertainment and fun comes from actually defeating another player. So I don't know how fun it would be to a PVE standpoint. To go out and try to beat some bosses or whatever. How, how gratifying that would be. I don't think we chase loot anymore. At least as a whole. Um, I, I think mean, our... we've, we've done it. Just not in the last year. But like you know me and Jalen play Dark Souls. And that's basically it. Like you know come on Deontay let's go. Fight yeah. <laughs> yeah, but, yeah yeah yeah. That, that's true. I think. But that's a little bit different. Y'all not fighting it to get the rewards or anything. Y'all just fighting it because y'all feel like. Y'all like the, the, I guess the experience of fighting that alone y'all want to see or help me go through it if i don't want to like kind of do it i guess that i guess that's the same thing because yeah if it's entertaining and the gameplay is fun enough for y'all yeah that would be the thing like um okay so yeah i guess i guess that is a a difference there so we'll see i, I just want destiny to see. 
we don't want to play that because what they the Destiny got the same formula. They like you was going about the holding a square button and delete stuff. You know, if they fix that, they're gonna cause like ten other glitches. <laughs> that game is notorious for fixing one thing and destroying three other things. Um, but I mean, me and Josh don't play that much no more because the PV the PVP is fun to me. Um, it's more competitive. I don't feel like holding the R trigger, putting 50 bullets into a cabal just to drop his shield, and then reloading, shooting 50 more bullets to get a blue. And then we go through and do all this stuff. We don't get no rewards that we need. They give us the legendary, the broken truth. Um, <laughs> That's so old. We, go, we, we try again. And like, okay, all right, we got the rewards. All right, now what? We going to use them? Well, I mean, this reward really only good for PVE. Well, I don't like playing PVE like that because I don't feel like doing the same thing. And then, like, basically, three months down the line, AJ Boyd, we need you to pay uh, some money to get this DLC. Um, Come get this season pass, bro. Like, uh, y'all dropping my level again? So you telling me that them 20, 30, 40 hours I put in to get to this level, I happen to do it just a little bit late. I could have just waited and I'd have been put at that level anyway if I'd have waited two more weeks. All right, bet. I'm gonna just yeah. not play the game. I'm gonna wait till they bump me up again. <laughs> yeah, well, if well you the enjoyment come like I said, the enjoyment from that game comes from actually um actually actually caring about what the rewards are. Are you only when you chase stuff you have to be, you have to, like I said, you have to entertain the game in order to get entertainment from it. You don't know what's going on in the game, so it probably wasn't matter to you because you don't care about half the stuff that's happening. So, the entertainment, you got to, it's like you got to entertain it at least amount, the smallest amount or degree is kind of where I'm at, where I entertain it at a point where it's kind of, I go for the stuff I want. And the fact, the better, the better, the game gets better when they have it, when they make it easier for me to do that. So, I mean, I'll be destiny is going to always still be around for me, but it's always going to also, at least and my, my hope is that it gets better. They always talk, they're already talking about other stuff that's making it better, but it's not, it's never going to be the best to me. It's just always going to be the game that I play. Because I enjoy a lot of things about it. So I have to get used to that. And that's what I yeah. I'll be honest, I don't I don't like the loot in Destiny. And I don't play it for any of the loot. Like it doesn't matter what rare weapon or even mm-hmm. legendary weapon they give me. Like I play it for though I say five guns. Like I need five good guns in a season. So if they want me to work and do a couple strikes to get a shotgun or get, you know, some uh, exotics Mm -hmm. that I like, I'll do them so that I get the weapons that I like. And then once I have my kit or loadout or whatever, now I want to play content that I like. So I'll play trials. I don't like that was the main thing. And now uh, we're at the point where they keep adding new guns because that's what a lot of people play the game for but i don't care about the new guns so like you know they we add the the best exotic ever in this next expansion really i don't care is it better than what i have like is that gonna change change how i like to play maybe not so i'm not gonna really care about that 
exotic or that um, desire to go chase these new weapons. Um, but the main thing is they don't have the content there anymore that I want to play. So it doesn't matter what gun I have, I'm doing the same thing that I was doing six months ago, a year ago, a year and a half ago. You know, playing Gambit, doing strikes, and punching drags. <laughs> um, yeah. So... No, nah, that makes some, sense. I'm not saying they need, they need another in-game thing, but they need some sort of interesting content that makes people play it just because it's fun, not because what it gives. And I think that's where they they struggle with. Like they either it doesn't have good rewards or it's not fun, but it has good rewards. And I, they need really need to figure that out. Yeah, no, I totally agree with what you just said. I think they have a lot of stuff in their past that kind of it gives you a different oh, yeah, flavor, bounties. but it's I'm not doing another bounty in my life. <laughs> yeah, it gives you a different flavor, but it's the same thing. So, um there has been like the Prison of Elders, the Menagerie, it has been in these battlegrounds. It gives you the, it gives it has been like um so many different but, flavors of the same thing so yeah it feels like it's an arena it feels like yeah we doing this it's, it's interesting like story-wise of why we're at this prison of elders but it's not really doing much different than what we were doing in the past so yeah you can get burnt out with a game like that so that's why i'm fine with you guys like backing off of it because I can't really convince like people that have been playing it for forever to kind of come back to it. I'm okay with that. I just gonna keep like I said. This game is now is it's in it's in a different space for me at least. It's in a space where it's always going to entertain me because I enjoy chasing the new stuff in the game. So whatever that in chase may be as long as the stuff that's entertaining me is uh, sufficient so say for instance i am not happy grinding i'm not happy doing this i know at the my end goal is to be able to be kitted out fully to uh, build a new build or to be able to take on this stuff in an easier and more efficient manner so whether that being taking on a, a, a team of three or trying to get past the people or trying to you know fight or get past a like you know pvp something whatever that may be i think that's what's entertaining me so like when i went and did a whole war mine cell build for my character and i was able to go in and just kind of kill everything very quickly because i've just put in the time to figure out why what you may need to have that is entertaining to me that's not going to be entertaining for everybody and it's not going to be entertainment or keep someone around. And that's why I said this game, which we were talking about, we want to go back to the original topic of Outriders seems different. It doesn't make you do that and to have fun. It doesn't make you find something in their gameplay to have fun. It just wants you to have fun. So whether or not you... They have to battle with keeping people on their system and they have to keep the battle with having new and engaging content, even though the content really can't break out of a certain mode. It's 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 hard and it's pathetic at the same time. It's like, yeah, I get the I get the task is hard for you to do and it gets it's the task that you may not be able to strike a good chord with, but 
it's pathetic at the same time because we've been doing the same thing for so long. So this game, it has a fresh start. It has the ability to be fun and it has ability to go above and beyond to entertain the character player. So that's why I would say this piqued my interest. Now, Borderlands 3 does the same thing. <laughs> Y'all hate that game. So when I say I want to be able to give this game a fair shake and like try to really determine whether or not y'all be interested in diving into it is where I'm coming from with that. Because there is other games out there that we haven't played together or have played together. Like I know me and Josh play Diablo and they have the world tiers where you can go in and jump into extra tiers. Yes, I, I enjoy Diablo just for being able to kit out and make it easier for me to run through dungeons. So that that transition in order to this may be something that's entertaining to me. Jalen, I don't know. I don't think that's something that he'd be entertained in. I think he'd be more so like, this is just more work for me to do. I don't think it'd be like, oh, this is fun for me to get done. So Destiny had that flavor of giving each and every one of us a reason to chase something at first. You, Jalen obviously was more, always heavily focused on PvP. So he'd go, okay, I got to go play this stupid strike so I get this party crasher plus one so I can go in here and wreck some heads because everybody doing it to me. So he'd take that motivation from that and go and play PvE. Outriders doesn't have anything like that that says, why should I go chase this? So I have to, <laughs> you know, that's something like that. Jalen likes Dark Souls because he just liked the Soulsborne series and he likes to fight the bosses because he is entertained by how difficult some people may think they are. But really, if you fight them in a certain way, he enjoys the, that type of, you know, play, play, play style. So there's these things that you pull from that these games that we, we all enjoy and we like kind of call or um, explore and, and play around with. But. The, the matter the matter of the fact is is that destiny was the only game that ever came around where there was just more to grab on than just one thing and that's kind of how we all kind of came together to play it um now i can see why you guys stopped i understand that because there's not no point it's the same stuff and it feels as if that's not enough anymore so it has to really change up the flavor to do that I was just talking about Outriders as a standalone standpoint where it's kind of like you 40 hours. You don't have to worry about it getting stale because it's not like it's going to be a live service type of game. You don't have to play it for hours on end. You can get through the story and stop. So that's that's the whole thing around why I think Outriders may be entertaining for us. But we have to see. We really have to see until it comes to that point, really. So, yeah. Man, I just I just like competition, man. Them PVE stuff don't when they give artificial difficulty and stuff like that. It's not fun. It's not competitive. Um, you just playing a role versus you go fight some people. You prove a point. Well, I'm finna go bust your heads. Like, yeah, no, <laughs> I play this game no more. But I'm finna go earth y'all. <laughs> <laughs> no, I yeah, and that's what I mean. That small glimpse of thing. That's what you went and got the bastion for, and it was like, okay. I like the Bastion. I think it's cool. I'm going to go grab this. You know, that's something that entertained you enough to do it, even though you didn't want to do it. And more than likely, it was luck that got you to the Bastion anyway. Because we had to, like, baby step you through it. But that's still something that was like, fine, I'll give in to do this. 
I don't see that Bungie happening. Bungie fought, I got it, man. They they, oh, they yeah. fought the whoop on that season pass. I was like, it's time to give me that Bastion, boy. I'm finna, I'm finna sword beyond with the Bastion. Yeah, uh, yeah. So you can finally do the uh, the the uh, actual quest or whatever. So yeah, it's stuff like that. So I think. Um, Wait, it's a quest for it. I thought it was a quest for the Bastion. I, I thought you should get that mug in a season pass. You hit X on that mug. Why we in here? No, you had to do something for the Bastion. I remember you needed the season pass to get the quest. Yeah, you need the season pass to do the quest, and then you got the quest, and then you was able to do it on your own. But it wasn't like a difficult quest. So I, I didn't remember. remember I was having so much fun with that Bastion. I'm like, <laughs> people don't even use that gun. I'm like, I still got my Bastion. <laughs> so it's stuff like that. So um, I think that's that that. That 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 aspect of the chase is really what's going to continue to continue with us, and at least I, I see what that would be in the future. Um, I think right now, I think because they still charge me for Final Fantasy, so I'm still I still have another thirty days if Jalen ever comes <laughs> around to it. But oh, yeah, um, they never give me my stuff. They still ain't did it. Yeah, I, I know. Again. Yeah, so if you ever come around to it. I probably I probably let them charge me again next month. I don't know I, if they don't. If they if I if I, I mean, go you in and cancel, turn off rebuild. I turn. I don't have rebuild on. I, I never. Have. I don't know how. I mean, I forgot how. To, I'm gonna go in and I'm gonna change it. So, um, I do that right after this podcast, so I don't forget. <laughs> I just forget because I don't really care. I guess I I just was sitting there and I was like, oh, they charged me. Well. But I wanted to play it, and I want to get into it. It's just that, you know, I would rather play it with both of y'all than play it with just me trying to get more entertainment out of it because I'm not that entertained right now. I'm entertained by the dungeons mechanics and, like, the the stuff, like, the raid mechanics more than I am about, like, fighting right now because the mechanics just don't, they're not changing enough for me. So, um... I would rather just experience getting whooped with all y'all versus because <laughs> some of those things is like gank season. I was just like, why is this even happening? But it was entertainment <laughs> in that point. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So, um, I mean, if they ever get Jalen's account straight, he can hop on. But I mean, huh? it's stuff to do. Like, I think because I was playing a couple of savage trades trying to farm stuff. And it's it's the same thing where it's like you everybody got to learn the mechanics. But it's mm-hmm. not like Destiny where you mess up and everybody wipes. It's just you mess up, you dead, and then, you know, after a couple of people dead, it's really, you know, we got to wipe. <laughs> yeah. No, I think I think that definitely, that game is definitely more forgiving than most um, for at least those type of things. At least when we were dying, they were still able mm-hmm. to get it done, I think. That never happened in Destiny. That's why I was thinking about the twelve man raid and all that stuff, and I was thinking about that. But we're completely on a tangent right now, outside of Outriders. But yes, uh, games are games with actual um, games with actual loot to chase. Yes, is interesting, but they also have to have some type of reoccurring. Uh, goal for us to kind of get entertained by it and that's what i want to see from outriders what is that entertaining goal that we kind of want to see to kind of get all of us our interest peaked versus just myself because i can have fun with just making builds and going in and making a, a run easier basically um but yeah they need to make the game like they need to have something where it feels like for me at least they just need to have something where i feel like it's like 
competitive. Like I'm not just playing a role. Like I feel like Destiny raised. They, they got to the point where it wasn't like I just felt like I couldn't. I felt like I was proving a point to be like, yeah, I can survive over. I know this is the hardest part, the part of the raid. I'm gonna take the hardest thing because. You know, people always die over here and they want the more skilled players. So, you know, now I'm playing like a chip on my shoulder versus like other stuff. You just stand there half the time. But like, all right, y'all want me to do this now? Okay, that's fair. Like, um, and then they got artificial difficulty. I think if outriders can have something where I feel like it's a challenge for me to play and it's not like so much artificial difficulty behind it, like I can work with a chip on my shoulder, then I'd be more inclined to play it. Gotcha. Okay, well, um, that kind of wraps up the Outriders. Is is it's a it's a, a again just to follow up and just to clear everything up and what we kind of talked about. It's a good game. I enjoyed it. I think the the the, the hook is has to still be found, and right now they need to definitely polish it out some more. Uh, but next, I kind of want to talk about the PlayStation Direct that recently occurred and. You know, what's next, I guess the next steps for PlayStation, really, I think that they are in a space where, yeah, they're good, but there's so much stuff kind of going on behind the scenes right now that PlayStation is seeming to be the weaker console, the weaker showing, and it's not getting better over time. It's just getting worse and worse as time goes on and stuff isn't being implemented. So PlayStation Direct. Uh, did any of did any of you guys see it or see a recap of it or anything like that? I know yeah, I, I did. watched it. Okay. Um, what about you, Jayla? Uh, what's a PlayStation? Nah, just <laughs> <laughs> nah, just playing. Nah, you know I ain't watching nothing on TV, so or internet, whatever you call it, streaming. All right, no, no, no problem, no problem, no problem. Um, so there was a few games that I can run through them all because I did like a whole video on my channel, bcduniverse at youtube.com. Uh, small plug, but there was Crash uh, Bandicoot 4 was the first game they kind of showed, and Crash. Um, basically was getting a 4k 60 fps mode they were adding controller support activity cards you know that type of stuff and it's basically completely free if you go from the ps4 to the ps5 and you know you can your saves and everything kind of transfers over um so that was the first game they showed off not, not a great way to start off the, the, the playstation direct um no i i i'm in my am i like Nobody was looking. Nobody checking for place the PlayStation to show out Crash Bandicoot's upgrade. I feel like that could have been like a blog post, and people would still have been happy with the fans that actually cared about it. I don't care about Crash, so I'm just like, why is this the first thing y'all show? Bad sign. Next thing they had was Returnal. That's a third person action game, similar to Recore, in my opinion, with a better budget. It's um, like an astronaut. She's stranded on some alien planet or whatever. And uh, it's narrative mostly in like the gameplay is very similar to Recore from Microsoft. Um, yeah, but another game I don't care about, but it seems interesting enough. I don't want to pay $60 for it. I would definitely pay a solid $40 um, and to see what it's about. But 
not that interested. This might actually be interesting to y'all. I'm not sure if y'all be entertaining, entertaining it, but it seemed interesting. It's called Knockout City. <laughs> and it's the third person action game. And you basically, no, 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 no. It's, it's like team-based dodgeball. You saw it, Josh? Yeah, because they showed it in the Nintendo Direct two days earlier than they showed it there. <laughs> Man, you got to get that Knockout City, baby. You ain't like it. <laughs> You ain't like it? You ain't like the uh, the 1v1 meets kids? You know, I was about to straight up be over there in the beta 1v1. But uh, they got like weird little mechanics and stuff that you can do inside of it. It does seem like another Rocket Arena that may f- fall flat on its face. Um, but yeah, Knockout City, like Dodgeball has always been intriguing to me. And Dodgeball in the video game maybe even more intriguing but that's just my standpoint maybe people just like bro we don't need no 3v3 dodgeball game but i want to try it so that might be something i'd be interested in looking at if they got a beta demo they definitely got a beta i just haven't signed up for it yet but that comes in may then they had sifu um this is the like that one looked pretty cool, actually. Was it Taijutsu they were doing? I don't know what they were doing, but they looked like they were doing Taijutsu. It's um, the same people that made... Uh, not Ashen, what's that game? Absolved? Uh, yeah, Absolver. They made Absolver, and this is... I, I guess they didn't talk too much about it, but this it seems more like a single-player Absolver. Gotcha. Whereas Absolver was more like Dark Souls, and you have drop-in like co-op and stuff like that, and you fight other players. Uh, this is more single player focused. Seafood looked good. Seafood looked like it was interesting enough to like be, um, to be played. But who knows? I always wanted to see if they can get like combat like that down packed and down correctly, and like fluidity in the movement and like how you block, dodge, and you know attack. So I, I'm very curious to see how the mechanics work and what they kind of do to make that feel smooth and um refined there uh then we had solar ash that's kind of the people from hyper light drifter it's a platformer yeah so yeah i mean this is halfway through and as you can see there's not much there but let's continue so five nights at freddy's security breach oh my god this was like it's a horror game i'm not i'm not gonna Get your coin player, whatever you mean to do. But Friday Night at Freddy's, that game looked like a PS2 game. I'm talking about hallways looked at bleak. The textures looked like they were flat. They had no good lighting. I was just like, why put this game out in 2021? But they are. Um, I hopefully I hope it's not sixty dollars, but it is a game. It's a horror game, and you're trying to escape an amusement park and PS PlayStation decided to showcase this as a PS4 PS5 game, so that's that. Um, they probably did a a pretty good move with this one. Odd World Soulstorm is coming to PlayStation Plus for free, so they're giving that game away for free. Um, I could see that game selling in fifty thousand copies i don't know something very small i don't i don't see people interested in our world our world has been around for a very long time and it seems as if they they make enough just to make another one 
I don't see that they're there on anybody's radar, but the people that didn't love it. And I'm glad for it. Hey, as long as you can make enough to continue to be passionate about your game, I'm all for it. Man. I'm just not checking for it. So another game that I'm not checking for. Um, I'm, I'm pretty sure y'all not, but if y'all are, that's coming out and it's going to be on PlayStation plus for free. Cool beans. First highlight of the of season. First highlight. This is the first highlight. I'm talking about we like 45 minutes into the show. First highlight was Kena Bridge of Spirits. And this is a third party action game. Kind of like. Um, it, it, it's like Pixar animation, really. That's why it looks cool. Because it has a unique flavor to it. They got these cute little black animals with these buggy little eyes. And um, it has like a Pixar kind of vibe to it for animation. And I think it's going to look, I think it's going to be cool. Do I think it needs polish? Yes, indeed. Some of those animations were terrible. But I think that at least this is something that will please me to play more than the rest it looks like an action game it looks like it's going to have lots of fun bosses lots of fun mechanics and gameplay i just don't i just hope it's not you know um rushed and it feels as if it's just bleak so kina bridge of spirits looks really pretty good that's the first highlight then we had something that um that that, that recently it's Bethesda, so you know that was recently bought by Microsoft, but it's still coming to the PlayStation as a timed exclusive. That's what we have is Deathloop. That's probably my favorite game coming out this year, more than likely, and I'm going to I'm going to I hope enjoy that game. Um, but it seems very fluid, it seems very fun, it seems very raunchy and entertaining, it seems like a cool concept, and I'm just ready to play it. Deathloop has been shown off multiple times. Again, all these games I've mentioned have already been announced, and there's nothing that really wowed me. But, you know, Deathloop has always been something on my radar, has always been something that looked entertaining. So I'm, I think that's something that I want to play, eventually, essentially. Um, then maybe you, maybe you square enix fanboys will enjoy this one but this is the last thing they showed and this is supposed to be the highlight of the century this is final fantasy 7 remake announcing a two chapter dlc for somebody named yuffie is that her name yuffie luffy what's no, her it's name? yuffie yuffie okay she's a ninja from the original game uh it's called Final Fantasy VII Remake Integrate. And it costs $70 for a year-old game. But let's, let's continue. So they have DLC, um, and she has two chapters. I'm not sure how long those chapters may be. Hopefully they're five hours apiece for $70 for an old game. Um, but if you buy the PlayStation 4 version, you can upgrade to the playstation 5 version of final fantasy 7 remakes and then just buy the dlc so again that game was recently 25 dollars. that's when i bought it and you can buy that version right but you cannot upgrade to the ps5 version with the playstation plus free one (laughs) square enix know how to get them so that game again oh yeah 25 dollars 
recently. I got it on physical. So now, I'm sorry for you digital boys. Unless you want to pay $60 out of pocket on PlayStation Plus, you can't really get it for the lows. So if you go buy Final Fantasy VII Remake, probably around $25-$30, and then upgrade to the PS5, let's hope that the DLC is $20. Knowing Square Enix, it might be $30, but let's hope it's $20. You there, just buddy, you just saved yourself quite a penny. So now that total will be $45 versus $70. Um, I have no idea why this is $70. Uh, it doesn't make any sense to me, but you know, Square Enix. Um, but this is the highlight of their show. This is this, the highlight of their show is Square Enix doing Square Enix moves, which we all come to hate or love. Um, I personally hate, but you know, some people love now. What does this direct tell or signal to y'all? I, I kind of went through everything. So if you even if you didn't know about it, at least you know about what I just stated. What is that kind of signal to y'all? If this is the highlights of their 2021 cap, knowing that knowing everything else that was announced that hasn't been shown again. What do you guys think? Do you think <laughs> um, I'm going to just leave it right there? What do you guys think? I mean, the main thing is that event was terrible and all of those games they showed were older, like an update for Crash, a game that's already out and an update that doesn't need to be mentioned or games that they've shown three times in their last three PlayStation events. Like I've seen Outworld three times. I've seen Deathloop three times. I've seen kenna three times i've seen returnal three times so i don't need to see them anymore it's fine if they're coming out soon but like you don't have to keep putting them in the forefront of your event that people are coming to see new things um even final fantasy like i like the game i'm excited for it but that doesn't need to be like highlighted especially that if that's the only thing you really got to show um I don't know when their other games are going to come out, like God of War or Horizon or whatever else is supposedly coming out soon. I, I just don't... I've never believed that they're coming out soon. Um, but it really doesn't seem like it because what, Ratchet and Clank comes out like June mm-hmm. and they haven't shown anything else for the rest of the year. So I think the like best case scenario is like maybe you get one other PlayStation game at the very end of the year, but I don't know what that's going to be. Horizon might be delayed. God of War might be delayed. Maybe they'll give you Gran Turismo in December, but it doesn't seem like those three games are going to be out this year. Um, So really, I mean, it's not like, you know, you probably have other games to play, but it, a lot of people were expecting or hoping that, uh, all that stuff will be out the first year because Sony said they're really prepared for um, you know a strong launch year mm-hmm. yeah yeah that, that's true um, what do you what, what you got for me Jayla man I think they had a uh, good execution not <laughs> I'll just fly nah I mean 
I didn't watch it, but based off what you had told me, I mean, it sounded like it was garbage. Uh, I don't, I don't really know what it means for Sony because I mean, I feel like they still got like, I feel like they still got all this stuff in their like back pocket or whatever. Like Josh was saying, like they triple A titles and stuff like that. Um, but the games that you mentioned and stuff like that, I mean, it's like it's a lot of them was a waste of time. Like you. I said they could just be like, you know, quick announcements, those sorts of things. They don't have to have some, some whole like presentation to show us like upgrades and little different things like that. So right. um, I can't prophesize what they're going to like do or anything or like what it really means. Um, I think the biggest thing is all these game companies, like how Nintendo, we were talking about Nintendo a couple of weeks ago. These companies ain't Drake. Drake don't miss. These companies do. So, like, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it is what it is. But, yeah, yeah. So, basically, to answer your question, I don't know what it means either. I don't, I don't think it's like, I think if it was a consistency, it is, it'd be problematic for Sony. But I just feel like they probably just in a drought or something like that. Most times, games either come out, a couple games might drop in the spring and then a lot drop like at the end of the year. But um, maybe no games might not come out really this year. Who knows? Yeah, I think um, I agree. Yeah, this one sucked. First off, uh, I also um, I also feel like it doesn't matter because the PlayStation Five is selling like hotcakes. The Xbox Series X is selling like hotcakes, and there is no slowdown to the about of demand for the availability i felt as if it was going to stop i feel like it's going to stop by june but i could be dead wrong i I feel like it probably will last until the end of the year down back to christmas season because of the amount of people that want what they can't kind of have so um i don't see the demand slowing i don't see the ability to go into a retail store ever coming up soon. Um, probably the biggest one I can see breaking first is the Series S, where people are able to get to that one more readily available, and more likely they're not going to be looking for it, but the Series X. I think the Xbox is obviously going to be the one that becomes more available quicker than the PS5. Um, so, yes. It sucks that this kind of confirms that most of the games that we were expecting to come out this year are not going to be coming out this year. This is confirming it in my eyes. This is March. Um, we don't usually do a uh, announcement or we don't. We usually have something to show, in my opinion. It's not like they're saving it for June for like no E3 or anything. I feel like most games have something available to show at least or tease and then kind of go into the next thing. Um, I do think a lot of this stuff has been pushed. I do think God of War is not coming out this year. I do think horizon not coming out this year. I feel, I believe they have may have one thing tucked in their pocket, but um, it won't be as um, impactful. I think it'll be on more along the lines of a, um bug snack type deal where it's interesting to see or maybe even sack boy or something like that something that's like a part of their ecosystem but not something that's very heavily um coveted 
Um, I think I see a lot of upgrades and uh, 4K 60 modes in the future where we start to see a lot of their enhanced older games. I see a lot of that in the future. I see a lot of Uncharted 4. I see a lot of Last of Us multiplayer coming out. That's the probably the surprise that we're going to get um, where that's something that's announced and it's going to be look something glorious. Hopefully it's like a battle royale. Who knows whatever that may be. But I feel as if that's going to be the thing that kind of uh, shifts people's mindsets back to Sony's the best. So, um, yes, it sucked, but doesn't matter as long as Microsoft isn't delivering on a lot of key things. One me main thing being video games, um, it will always be Sony takes the crown. Um, I think right now Microsoft is gearing up for a clean sweep in every other area. So when I was talking about the um, um, Sony's council and I was saying how they are not meeting expectations and implementation is very slow. I'm talking about the inability to expand storage yet. You don't have the ability to get to your SD slot for your um, NVMe uh, card. So there's no way to expand that storage to be able to keep games outside of the 800 they gave you, um, which is 500 and all reality, well, 660 something in all reality. It's pretty depressing when you have. 150 gig games and you only can put like four games new games on your system and you have to delete and re-download to kind of continuously play different games so i feel like playstation is honestly um in a bad spot i hope i hope that they um and i'm not saying a bad spot in the eyes of um the world because the eyes of the world right now feel as if it's perfect a lot of people don't have the PlayStation Five. They're not getting into this. They're not getting into the mode of these. Yeah, these. This controller is unique, but it's not being utilized properly. So why does it matter right now? It's just heavy. It feels heavy on me. Um, it's not entertaining me. It's not something that um is actually doing something new right now. The only thing I can do with that is Astro World. I've beaten every mode in Astro World. So. It has to start to showcase why they took these leaps of faith and like these strong leaps ahead and why you can't use your DualShock 4 controller because right now it's just giving me the same old, same old. They have to start executing on that stuff, bro. They have to start being able to showcase why they're the better console at this point or why they have took these innovations because right now I just feel like there was a money grab versus xbox they obviously let you use all your controllers they let you bring old stuff into the new they let you expand your storage they let you store as on your ssds they let you um they, they allow you to do so much more and it feels familiar so you're not getting used to nothing new you don't feel like like the card system like you know the activity cards it was a big deal but i have never used them ever um and I played the PlayStation 5 just as not as I, I stopped playing it as much because I don't have anything to play on it. Um, I buy all my third parties on the Xbox simply because I have more storage and um, it's just easier to get things done on the Xbox versus on my PlayStation now. So I'm starting to see myself choose the Xbox more and more. I'm not saying that I didn't have like a more of a, a p i wasn't like the xbox wasn't more appealing i because it because at this point it's not it was just that they were both were in the same boat for me um i just like the xbox a little bit more for the controller 
but now I'm starting to see the benefit of actually having the Xbox over the PlayStation 5. And I don't want people to get their consoles and start to feel that way as well. Because then it diminishes the purpose of the console. Or like, like why people want it. And like it kind of, um, it just shows a lot of the flaws. A lot of, I know my brother has been using his a lot. And he's just annoyed by how like lack of storage it may have. How many frequent crashes it's getting and stuff like that. So you just just keep a level head when you're actually trying to go out and get one of these right now i don't feel like it's worth it i don't think you need to buy it at this point i know the demand is high and i know the want is there but there isn't much that they're doing more that um that should make you want to go out and go grab it but at the same on the same token this is the same token this is why i'm talking to Jalen. or he always talking about he can't get it or whatever nah, you already said i just no 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 my Jaylen. decision and not buy one i i said i was going to say the price is never going to go down not in the next three years and it's it's not as if you're going to get a less of experience if you were to switch now Jalen, you are a perfect case because you only play four games. And I ain't going, my PS5 going to die faster. Basically, I get what's going No, that doesn't make any sense. But uh, that's not how. Did your did any of your PlayStation 4s or PlayStation Pro die on you at all? Yeah, we ain't talking about that. Oh my god! So okay, let's 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 keep a level head here. You're not the you're not the uh, exception. You're the rule here. So the rule is basically your technology is supposed to last you just as long as what it what it has. And none of my technology has broken down on me. If you want a warranty, get a warranty. But I feel like yes, you're going to have a better experience. Is there reasons to buy it? Yes. Does the price going to go down? If you're planning on buying in the next two years, no, it's not going to go down. It's probably not going to go down in the next three years. It's probably going to be that price for a very long time because it's that much in demand. Um, you may be able to get the PlayStation disc, I mean, discless version, and that might that might not ever go on sale. You might get some bundled games in it, but that's not a sale. That's just basically somebody bundling some games into it. So, my my thought process behind it is you can get in early because it's always going to be early for everybody because it's too in demand but um be cautious of once you have that just understand what comes along with that um there is things that you may not know of that you may want to research before you kind of purchase um but that doesn't stop like again that doesn't stop you from going to buy it and it definitely doesn't you know um clear Jalen of actually getting one because he still needs to either get a PlayStation 5 or Xbox Series X at this point because there's no point of not having one if you game in a smaller capacity because if you still game and it gives you better benefits than what you have now and again it's not going to go down in price so that's my spiel on that PlayStation Direct sucked PlayStation does not Hopefully they fix themselves before they get a little too big headed and they let Microsoft come swoop it. I think Microsoft is gearing up to be have a good comeback, but you know, you could always be wrong. They did the Xbox Live thing and they shot themselves in the foot and then they had to bounce back, but it seems as if they're a little reactive now to the to the community. So let's see what happens there. 
But yeah, that's pretty much it. We are at time, really. Um, so any like closing remarks, anything that y'all kind of want to state before we go? I know we talked about Outriders and Direct. Got about five minutes or so. Anything else y'all want to kind of talk about or um, are we good here? Um, no, in general, we, we talked about a lot, I think. Um, really, with the this next year, you know, I think we're going to continue to be looking for games to play for us. Um, yeah. Because it's not, you know, a lot of stuff might be delayed or it's not ready to announce yet or stuff like that. So it doesn't seem like right now there's a lot planned for this year. Mm-hmm. But I guess we just got to wait and see. Um, you know, I guess we going for me, really, I'm just looking for been looking more for like updates to games like, you know, now that this game has crossplay, so it, it makes it a lot easier to, you know, get get some games going. So we'll see. Yeah. Yeah. I'm waiting on that Apex um, patch because I'm really looking forward to when they finally released a PlayStation patch. I mean, everybody else has Destiny, Fortnite. I feel like Apex has been a little slow on their stuff, man. Um, Maybe they try to take their time to do it right, but geez, are they slow about it. Uh, So I'm looking for their patch because I'm sick of playing that game at 60. Uh, 1080p i really want to see how it looks at that fat 4k and um maybe give me a few of the view height more few of the view slider than what they already got but who knows whatever it may be i want to see it because it does look awesome on the place on the pc and uh, i want to do that on the same thing on playstation so and xbox but i play mostly on the playstation 5 because that's where i bought my microtransactions thank you guys for watching uh this has been like the House of Wolves podcast. Um, you, again, you can always find these every two weeks on my YouTube channel at BCT Universe, YouTube.com, and also uh, on our House of Wolves podcast at Buzzsprout.com uh, website for our that hosts our actual podcast. We have it on Spotify, Apple Music, wherever you can go to listen to it. That's where we're trying to be. Um, But yeah, thank you guys for listening. As always, we'll be back in the next two weeks. We hope you we hope that you appreciated the show and we will talk to you guys next time. Peace.